0: Hello and welcome to another episode of Relationship Alive. This is your host, Neil Satin. Today is going to be an episode about truth. And more specifically, why it is so important for you to be truthful with yourself. And why that sometimes means that you have to go negative. And why it's so important to not be bypassing Your negative experiences. And I'm talking to you from the perspective of someone who is almost always optimistic about life. Even in my darkest moments, I generally am able to look on the bright side. And uh, that's a helpful skill in life. In fact, there's a whole branch of psychology, positive psychology, that is at least in part, based on this idea of how we make meaning in the world and and trying to make positive meanings out of the things that happen to us and uh, what a difference that makes. However, there is a danger in that skill. And today we're going to talk about what the danger is to make sure that you are not uh, gaslighting yourself and instead that you're able to best use the truth for your own growth and to to really understand what's happening in your life right now, because it can be so easy to miss what's challenging, what's truly challenging for the sake of a quick silver lining. You are going to understand exactly what I mean momentarily, but first I just want to uh, take a moment to thank those of you who have contributed to the Relationship Alive podcast. Um, I can't tell you just how much I appreciate your willingness to uh, show up for the podcast, for the mission of Relationship Alive, to improve relationships with others and with ourselves. Um, And that's what we're about here on the show, and your contributions are helping to make that possible. So Jenny Marie, Timothy, Gene, Emma, David, Angie, Drew, Lydia, and Anne, thank you all so much for your generous and in many of those cases, ongoing support of Relationship Alive. And if you are finding the show to be helpful, please consider making a contribution. You can just visit neilsatin.com slash support or text the word support to the number three three four 444 and follow the instructions. Uh, If you are interested in improving your communication, uh, your ability to communicate with anyone or specifically your ability to communicate in your relationship, then I have two things that might be interesting for you. Uh, The first is my guide to my top three relationship communication secrets. Uh, These are the kinds of things that if you put them into practice, they will greatly improve your ability to stay connected no matter how challenging the thing is that you're trying to communicate about. Uh, To download that, it's a free guide. Just visit neilsatin.com slash relate or text the word relate to the number 33444 and follow the instructions. And uh, in the time since I created that guide, I also created a full Secrets of Relationship Communication course. The course is still in beta right now, um, but if you get it, you will uh, get access to the final version. and. It could be that when you're listening to this episode, it's already in its final version. Um, But basically, this is a course that has uh, three and a half hours worth of material that's all broken up into manageable five to 10 minute chunks. And uh, it's all about focusing on the ways that you can improve the communication in your relationship. It doesn't require your partner to do anything. It's all the leverage points where you can make a difference. Um, so to find out more about the course and jump in, just visit neilsatin.com slash course, C-O-U-R-S-E. And lastly, uh, we have a free Facebook group for people who listen to the podcast where uh, you can get support, give support. Uh, we're doing our best to create a safe space for those kinds of conversations. Just visit the Relationship Alive community on Facebook. All right, let's dive into the topic at hand. So what is true? When you look at your life, you don't want things to you don't want to make things out to be worse than they are. Um, you don't want to make mountains out of molehills, as they say. But you also don't necessarily want to make things out to be better than they are. In a way where we've been having in our world today, a sort of a crisis of truth. What, what do you believe? And we could have all kinds of conversations about how to figure out what the facts are in the outside world. But today we're gonna talk about what the facts are in your inner world and why that is so important for you. Um, you wanna be able to face your failures Um, and failure is a charged word i mean a few episodes ago um, you may have heard in my session with david burns where i confronted this idea that i was a failure and it was it was one of the the negative thoughts the pernicious negative thoughts that was bringing me down and and contributing to my being overwhelmed with the sheer number of things that i that i had to do and Yet, and, and David, in working with me, did a really effective job of helping me kind of bust through the, the negative thought, the cognitive distortion, in order to get at what was true. Um, and that is super important work. This, today's episode is not about suddenly everyone becoming pessimists or um, for you to suddenly be shitting on yourself all the time. That's not what today's episode is about. However, sometimes when you're looking at reality, you have to admit that the reality isn't what you wanted it to be. And just kind of a a quick cursory uh, noticing of, of that might not really be enough for some important reasons. Now, it might be enough to recognize that your life isn't the way that you want it to be, that something really sucks for just a moment uh, in order to get resourceful and start strategizing about ways to change things. And if you are anything like me, and I know that because you're here listening, you are at least a growth minded person, um, then that's that might be something that's relatively easy for you. This sucks. How am I going to make it better? And then you start strategizing. But the problem with that is that there is a part a place in us where the hurt, where the sadness, where the anger, where all of the feelings that are stirred up by the results that we are getting in our lives that don't quite line up with what we wanted, whether it's through our actions or through the actions of others, um, there's a place in us where those negative feelings live. And I, I feel like I talked about this briefly on a prior episode. I couldn't remember exactly which episode it was. But for me, I learned at a very young age how to be optimistic uh, in true Martin Seligman fashion. I kind of taught myself how to do that to deal with some of the things that were happening in my home when I was growing up. And, uh, and it's a great ability. Again, like, don't get me wrong, this, this episode is not about uh, denigrating optimism or resourcefulness. It's super important. However, being able to make that pivot To the positive place, the place where you generate the silver lining with whatever's going wrong. If that happens in place, if that only happens in place of you ever addressing the challenging emotions that you're experiencing inside, then those things will go on to live inside of you and they will undermine actions that you're taking the the inability to look straight in the face of your failures or the way that life sucks and and actually register what that's doing within you the inability to do that well for one you're actually missing out on some really valuable information. You also might be missing out on times when you're in a situation where it's not worth finding the silver lining, where it's worth getting the fuck out of there. And so it's really important for you to embrace your entire inner world. And your entire inner world includes not just the extreme inner emotions of joy and and um and lust which can be super joyful if it doesn't turn into something chaotic and negative in your life um just to name a couple um and there are also some some challenging emotions in there your hurt your pain your sadness your rage um your fear right You gotta, you gotta really mine those things as well for the valuable information that they are giving you about your world. So if your go to is to be like, well, you know, this isn't, this isn't so bad. Like, here's some valuable things about this moment. That's great. And if you never actually confront the full scope of the information that is happening within you, then you could be doing yourself a huge disservice. And, um, and missing out on the opportunity to heal, which only means that over time you'll accumulate the the negative baggage of emotions that your um, system learns it, are not confrontable. So then your system, your, your inner uh, guidance mechanism, will start doing all kinds of crazy things to help you avoid those emotions. So let's... Talk today about how to do some repatterning um, so that you can actually take those emotions on and, um, and fully experience them and then get to the, the silver lining part. Um, because you want to be able to see things for truly how they are. So this came up for me. Um, I've been pretty open recently about how I've been going through a grieving process uh, since my marriage ended, which was about a year ago. And uh, I'm not going to get into the specifics, but I will say that um, that relatively recently, I had the recognition that part of what was keeping me stuck in this particular You know, I'd reached a a plateau, let's say in my grieving was an unwillingness to be, to truly be with the parts of me that were in pain, that were hurting, that were angry. And so as I did what I naturally do, which is gravitate towards like the growth and the learning and all of that stuff, I was doing that, but I was actually noticing within me having a really hard time connecting to that in a way that felt authentic. And so that was really confusing for me because I was like, well, wait a minute. Like this is, this is how I operate. I'm a, I'm a positive person and I'm not going to let this drag me down. I'm not going to let this get in the way of my living my fullest life and enjoying life, et cetera, et cetera. Right. So I was thinking all of those things, but. In the end, something kept pulling me back. Now, I know myself well enough to know that I'm, you know, I'm tethered in a land of optimism and positivity. So the fact that I kept wanting to, to be dragged back to a place of pain or anguish, um, it didn't, worry me like it might worry me if I were had a tendency more towards depression. So as we're talking about this stuff, it it might be a good moment to mention that it is really helpful for you. Uh, It may be really helpful for you, especially if you're someone who tends toward the negative or tends toward being depressed, to get support in a moment like this to make sure that there's there's someone there to help you stay anchored in why life is worth living because when you face something that sucks head on eventually you'll probably get to a place where it, where you put it in perspective um i was chatting with someone last night about how it's almost like like if you are worried about uh some about negative things dragging you down. It's almost like you're getting in the bathtub with your negative things and you pull the plug and everything just kind of like circles around the drain, including you and, and, and gets dragged all the way down. That's not what this is about. This is about you, um, staying outside the tub, but being willing to truly look at and face, um, and maybe dip your toes into the water of, all that black, dark, negative stuff that's that's there. Um, Or maybe it's purple. I don't know. Um, Or if you're really into purple, maybe it's green. All right, you get the point. The color doesn't matter. What matters is that you want to be able to fully experience it. And then when you're done, then you pull the plug and the negative stuff goes down and you are safely outside your bathtub or sitting on the edge, but not getting drawn down with it. So it's helpful to have someone to support you, whether that be a coach or a counselor or a really good friend who has your back no matter what. And to talk about it ahead of time. You know, you might say, all right, I'm going to really look at these dark places and I just want to make sure that I stay safe and and tethered in reality. Can you help me? Um, that's always it's always good to line up as much support as you can before you go to these places. Um, and I'm going to talk to you about how to ensure that you go you go there in as productive a way as possible. Um, but you know, disclaimer, it it might really suck. It might be painful. You might cry. You might feel rage uh all those things are are possible so um so be prepared this isn't necessarily the easiest work and if it were we wouldn't be having this conversation um it is natural to want to avoid these uncomfortable feelings um because probably when we were younger uh, we were discouraged from feeling these feelings um And, you know, that could be, uh, you know, a well-meaning parent coming over when you've skinned your knee and saying, Hey, you know, it's okay. Don't worry. It's not that bad. When within you, everything is screaming out and crying. What are you talking about? This is horrible. Like, look at my knee. It's red and bleeding and this sucks. And in a way, you know, our well-meaning parent in that moment is, um, doing a bit of gaslighting you know, is is telling us no. Your reality isn't what you think it is. Listen to my reality. My reality is that it's not so bad, and that can create a lot of cognitive dissonance in a young person. and And that cognitive dissonance uh, gets perpetuated into your adult life, where you might be in a situation where, you know, your your proverbial knee is bleeding and and calling out to you and yet for some reason you're like this isn't so bad and then you wonder why you can't make clear decisions in a situation like that well the reason you can't make clear decisions is because you are at war with yourself the parts of you the very valuable resourceful parts that want to make everything okay that want to protect you and and keep you safe like those parts are are active and are, in a sense, uh going to battle against the parts of you that are raging and saying, this is not okay. This is not okay. Everything is not okay. And so today's show is really about how you reconcile those two. That's why we're here today. Because um, I want you to get to the point where uh, you feel like even if it's challenging, you can welcome the pain because Um, it's valuable for any number of reasons and, and we'll get into that as we go too. So, yeah, this is a place where it could be helpful to get support and, um, well, let's dive in, let's dive into the process of, of confronting, um, or maybe confronting is really not the right word, assessing, (laughs) observing, um, um, and instead of confronting, maybe actually comforting the parts of you that are feeling the pain. because so that's where we're headed. We're headed to a place where you don't feel the tension within you, where you actually feel you're, you are integrated. And um, there's this interesting thing about pain, which is that the more you avoid it, the bigger it gets, the louder it gets, whereas when you face into it, It can feel super loud at first, but it resolves itself. All that tension is there to call our attention to a source of trouble. It's really important information. If you are feeling a burning rage within you about a particular situation, you should know that. That's important stuff uh, because it probably has bearing on what you should be doing ultimately to change the situation along with all of that fiery anger energy to help propel you to make changes which can sometimes be challenging so actually i like the idea of dialogue uh, inner dialogue when it comes to this sort of thing and that can be something that you do um out loud, um, you know, whether with a witness like a therapist or a coach, or you know, alone in your room, uh, you can do it internally, internal dialogue. Um, you can do it written, um, but generally, I find that that's really helpful. Um, if you're a visual person, maybe doing it through drawing would be really helpful. Um, and I'm going to tell you what the it is in a moment that you are going to want to be doing. Um, but this is a process of bearing witness to the parts within you that need you, that need your attention, um, because once they get your attention, then they will so- stop sabotaging you, which they might be doing, or if not sabotaging you, at least... Um, they might be muddying the waters of your clarity as i mentioned before so this is about um showing up for those parts of you and bearing witness and it will be so valuable in terms of clearing the air and, and what comes after so um before we dive in I, fully to the process part hopefully now you you have a, a pretty decent understanding of why we're doing this i do want to mention this week's sponsor, um, because they have been a reliable voice of support for relationship alive for, uh, well over a year now. And uh, I really appreciate their, their help, um, and their, their voice of support in terms of, uh, improving relationships. And, um, they are a company that is there to provide you with extra support around the things that are getting in the way of you being happy or if you're feeling stuck or if you're not achieving your goals. Um, And if you don't know yet who I'm talking about, um, I'm talking about uh, BetterHelp. BetterHelp allows you to uh, work with a therapist from the comfort of your own home or your office or wherever you are really because um, it's all done via um, texting and weekly video or phone sessions. So you can do those from anywhere without having to be anywhere in particular. Um, BetterHelp will assess your needs and match you with your own licensed professional therapist. It's more affordable than traditional offline counseling and financial aid is available if you qualify. They also offer a broad range of expertise so that you can find the person most suited to helping you with your own unique situation. And so many people are using BetterHelp these days that they have actually been recruiting additional counselors in all 50 states. So uh, whether it's wanting someone to tether you in the positive vision of who you are, like we were talking about earlier in this episode, or dealing with depression, stress, anxiety trauma, family conflicts, whatever's up for you. Uh, try out BetterHelp to help you move past those places where you feel like you're stuck. To start living a happier life today, you can try BetterHelp and you can get an extra 10% off your first month for being a Relationship Alive listener. Just visit betterhelp.com/alive and join over 1 million people taking charge of their mental health. Again, that's BetterHelp H E L P dot com slash alive, and thank you BetterHelp for your support of our show. Okay, so you're going to see that this process is actually pretty simple, which makes sense because this is one of those core things that helps keep us human. It's about being human in our world. And part of being human is getting comfortable with the ways that we mess up or that life doesn't quite work out the way that we wanted it to. That's just part of life. So my goal for you is uh, for you to get comfortable with the fact that life isn't always exactly what you wanted and to let that be okay not okay in terms of like well that's just how it's going to be and i'm going to accept this condition no to have it be okay so that you can look it in the face and experience what you need to experience and then and then you move past it it is overall a constructive experience it's just that the constructive part happens as the result of allowing yourself to feel what's challenging so set yourself up with some quiet space, with a journal or some drawing paper, whatever it is that you need. Um, And this is a time to fully acknowledge what it is that sucks. What is, what has gone wrong? Where have you failed? What are the things that were done to you that were horrible what are the things that you did that you could have done better where when you look back on it you realize oh like i did this i was doing my best but what i did was the wrong thing or what i did actually was counterproductive or what i did actually just kind of sucked your goal is to look back over all of those things and to to first like see how clearly you can paint the picture of just how bad something is, and uh, I I want you to to get as much detail as you can because this is all raw material for later, um, later when you do go into silver lining mode, which you will probably do. Um, that's where all this stuff can be so important to have the real information. Oh wow, this is a place where I where I lied, where I lied to myself, or where I lied to my partner or my boss or whoever it is. Or this is a place where I should have set a boundary and I didn't, and um, and look at the consequences of that. Um or this is a, a place where someone pushed past a boundary and I didn't take a stand for myself. Um, I wonder what was going on with me there. So as you paint this picture, you may notice a few things. You may notice your own curiosity come up. What was going on with me there that allowed me to do that? Why did I do that? And that, those why questions might take you deeper. Or you might also start to feel or see the parts of you that are really hurting from having gone through that experience. So when you just realize how blatantly awful an experience is, that may bring up the tears, the um, sinking feeling in your gut, uh, the desire to, to curl up into a little ball I'm just going with some of the things that I end up feeling in in these situations. And as those things come up, can you let yourself cry the tears, curl up into a ball, shout in anger? Can you let yourself give voice and expression to those feelings that are bottled up inside of you? Uh, if it's anger, maybe you write uh, an angry letter um, telling someone how angry you are about a situation. I'm not suggesting that you send that letter, but that you give voice to the part of you that's feeling it. Or maybe you, you punch your pillow or a mattress or something like that, um, just as a way of letting your body mobilize that energy. This process is for you. It's not about other people. It's not about... Um, whether it be apologizing or making amends or um, getting revenge, it's not about that. Um, that stuff comes later. This part is about you getting in touch with the parts of you that feel the pain and giving them a voice, mobilizing your negative feelings and giving yourself a safe container to feel them. And the point is that by feeling them, you are going to be freeing those parts of you. They will feel heard. If you've heard my episodes with Dick Schwartz about internally internal family systems, then you know that I believe, along with lots of other people, that there are these parts of you that are holding the sort of the responsibility, the burdens of these negative feelings and they will hold on to them until they are allowed to unburden themselves. And and that's part of What this process is about. Now, we're not going through the full uh, internal family systems unburdening process, um, but it is helpful sometimes to realize that you, as you ask yourself, like, what is it that's so hard here? What's the pain that I'm confronting? What's the failure that I'm confronting? How do I wish things were and how did they turn out instead? You are actually witnessing a part of yourself. It's not fully. You you are, st- you are outside the bathtub, so to speak, and you're filling the tub with all of this pain and information, um, but you are not the bathtub. You are witnessing the tub. And so that allows you to connect with the part of you that's, uh, that's bigger than, than what happened. And so to connect with that part of yourself... Um, to to be that part of yourself, and then to show up for the these hurting parts of you. So the first part that we went through was naming, naming the feelings, naming the experiences, um, and then experiencing the mobilization of that energy within us—the energy of pain, the energy of fear, the energy of anger—and now this is a good time to ask yourself or to ask those parts what they need to feel comforted, to feel safe, to feel whole, to feel reconnected. And as you're going through this process, just notice what is shifting in you. Notice when certain pain comes up. Like you may you may realize like oh, this pain that I'm feeling right now, this actually Uh, is there's a thread that connects it all the way back to this experience that I had when I was a kid. And then that perspective can end up being really helpful, right? Because you know, like, okay, some of what I'm feeling right now isn't about right now. It's about my history. And you can separate the two out. Now, maybe you have some residual pain from that experience when you were a kid. And this could be a good time to, to cry and mourn. And rage, um, to do it in ways though that are safe for you and for the people around you, right? So, what, getting back to what I was saying, once you're once you've mobilized that, ask those parts like, what do you what do you need to feel um, to feel restored? What would help you? What would help you in this moment to just feel comforted in your pain? or to feel like you have an ally in your anger and see what you hear from your inner world. What does your inner world provide? Maybe you need rest. Maybe you need nourishment, good food. Maybe you need to go for a run. Maybe you need to laugh, watch a comedy, read a joke book. Maybe need to connect with friends. And then, of course, the goal is to provide those things for yourself. And you're doing it for you, the big you, the, the you that encompasses all your parts. And you are doing it for that, that part within you that has been feeling the sadness, the fear, the anger. So that's where we start veering into this being a constructive process. I mean, it was constructive anyway, because simply you are freeing up all that energy that's stuck within you. That in and of itself is actually a positive thing, I believe, because it allows us to get real with our world, to not be in denial of how things haven't added up exactly the way that we've wanted them to. And when you're dealing with the truth, with what is, then you can move on from there. When the reality is I'm not as in shape as I want to be, then, and you're willing to recognize it, then you can decide what's next. Am I going to work on what I eat? Am I going to work on exercise? Am I just going to acknowledge, well, this is what is right now and I'm not ready to do anything about it? Fine. But at least you're dealing in the realm of reality versus being blinding yourself, I guess, or um, living in a fantasy. It's bad enough when other people deny us our reality. So don't, don't do that yourself. Allow yourself to feel the full depth of what's true what's truly good in your life and what truly sucks. And then all that constructive stuff, that that comes next. And honestly, I feel like you probably got that. And if you don't, let me know. You can always write me, neelius at neilsatin.com. We can talk more about how to be constructive, um, but more, more than that, I'm, I'm interested in, in hearing from you about what you discover. What do you discover about what is living inside of you that's been bottled up and waiting for a moment to just simply experience the light of day? And once it does, my guess is that it will have less power over you And it will give you more power and agency to be in choice in your life, to be taking responsibility for yourself, which is ultimately what I want for you yourself in your life and especially in your relationships with other people. All right, that's it for today. Thank you so much for being here with me. Uh, We're going to have an exciting episode next week by talking about how to step outside of your paradigm around how you do conflict um, in order to have optimal outcomes. Um, So we're going to have special guest Jennifer Goldman-Wetzler with us to talk about that. Uh, But in the meantime, let's let's dive deep with our pain. Let's get real and uh, let me know how it goes. So until then, take care. My heart is going out to you with whatever pain you're experiencing. And just know that like failure and pain and things sucking, like that's just part of life. And being able to face that and be honest about it and move through it will really serve you well as you fine tune the life that you're living over the years to come. All right, sending so much love to you and uh, courage in taking this on, and uh, I'll see you next week.